This is the Real Footy Podcast. Thanks for joining us to tip round 12, an abbreviated round. My name is Andrew Wu, and I'm joined by Peter Ryan. How are you, Pete? Uh, well, it's... I should say clubhouse leader again. Clubhouse leader, I know. Um, oh, I feel okay. I mean, I got four on the weekend. I was in desperate, dire straits like the rest of us with a zero and five, and then just watched the last few come home, so I was happy with four. Yeah, we were sitting on a duck egg until... Uh, West Coast and Essendon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we got West Coast. But it's one of those rounds, I mean, you don't tip many, but you don't lose ground either. So No, it was a round of upsets where everyone, you know, percentages are. Good luck to people who, like Sam McClure, who, you know, is clearly one of the better tipsters going around. <laughs> Where did he get five. He did five. He got five, which just shows how impossible it was to tip with anyone who has any knowledge of football. <laughs> <laughs> is he still on the bottom? Does he need a few priority uh, picks? I think he's on the bottom. Yeah, he, t- he did try to say that he's like Hawthorne, just going, he's been up the top of the mountain and now he's going back and rebuilding, so fair enough. <laughs> I don't think he's been at the top of the mountain. No. But, um, anyway, he's, uh, he's, he's giving it a crack and that's all, all he can do. And what's the lead up the top? I think you're... What are you, three, four clear now? No, two. Two? Oh, no, like not that I check. I mean, I actually <laughs> check every day. <laughs> right through the weekend, I'm checking. Check every day. You must be getting a bit of a sore neck now looking at the looking behind you. Seeing yeah, you I know. Chasing I'm and... feeling like that guy that takes off in the peloton, um, takes off from the peloton and just sits out the front for a while just with others breathing down their neck. A sitting duck. Well, you've got yeah. 12 rounds to hold the lead, so you would be doing well if you can... Uh... Oh, it'd be one of the greatest tipping performances in the history of this podcast. <laughs> It'll be like a Mott and Bauer lead all the way. Yeah. But you will have, uh, I think towards the end of the season, a few people, if they're, if they're smart, will start ta- uh, tipping a bit more tactically. Um, oh, is this another out. of the woo rules? Well, I mean, if you get to the end and you've got to make up ground, there's no point tipping the favourite, is there? No, it's there's a little no bit like tipping to come second. Go through the corridor, sort of football if you're five Ex- goals down. Exactly, you got to yeah. you got to tip the win. Okay, we'll get to the action. First game of the round: Melbourne against Carlton at the MCG. An injury hit Carlton now. Um, can't really see the Blues winning this one with all their injuries. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what? the D's haven't. You can't see the Blues winning this one. <laughs> well, can you? No. How can you? Bother? I've forgotten the Blues winning. <laughs> when did that happen? Oh, no, West Coast had happened. Yeah, no, that's right. No, I shouldn't be so nasty. It's a really tough time for Carlton supporters, and oh. there will be a time when it will turn around. But I don't think this is the week to take that risk on a punt in front. I just think it's uh, Melbourne, even though Melbourne without Oliver is definitely a different proposition. Um, they go back to the field, I think, without Oliver. They do. And he's such a good player, him and Petrarca. The two of them, whenever they're in the middle, I'd love to say the stats, but watching a few games, whenever the two of them are in there, they generally, not only do they win the clearance, but it's quite a dominant clearance win as well. Mm. Um, the interesting thing is that we probably tipped Carlton with a little bit of confidence last week because Sydney were deplete of defenders, whereas Melbourne have got two of the best defenders in the in the competition. Um, and it just, you'd think that that would make it harder for Harry Mackay and Charlie Curnow, but knowing our luck... They'll come out and <laughs> kick straight and blitz. Well, if they play the way they did last week, I mean, Lever and May are going to have about 20 marks between them. I mean, yeah. they surely can't do that again. No, I um, think you have to... Well, the other thing that we should make note of is Carlton's injury list is... Like, it's not necessarily the top quality players, but what they've lost since Sydney, Pitney, Newman, 
Hewitt, uh, Hollands, Hollands, and Durden. And Durden. That's five players. They're lucky that Chera got off via the tribunal. Tribunal, but yeah, that's that's too many players. I mean, there is uh, a limit of how many changes you can make and perform the following week, and I think five would be well and truly. Yeah, f- five's a lot. But that said, the team that they were playing weren't getting the job done. So, no, that's right. It might so, be the shake-up uh, they need. They probably do need a bit of a shake-up. And Newman's the one I think that they're going to find it hard to replace this week, given that he probably would have got the job on Bailey Fruits, and he's been in good form. Or Pickett. Um, or Pickett, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the two. And uh, I mean, Pitnett's gone okay, but I think TDK, Tom DeConing will have yeah, he'll, he'll relish the opportunity. Hewitt's been out of form. Hollands was tiring and dirt and you know, sometimes gets the job done. So, mm. um, so yeah, I don't not, think they're huge. They, they're not as bad. They look bigger outs on paper. but um, no, yeah. I, I, I think the days will win, uh, but I think it'll be a pretty close one. Both teams struggle to kick big scores at the moment. Yep. So yep. I think Melbourne. Those, uh, I'm pretty confident Friday Melbourne nights. will win. Um, Even though my Friday night tibid form recently has been horrendous. I don't re- think I've got a Friday night for about four or five weeks. Well, it's a bad way to start the start yeah. the footy weekend if, if your team's... Or if it's a neutral game and you and you tip it wrong, especially when it's a swing game as well. You just go to bed with a real Yeah, nasty, I've woken up every bit. Saturday morning for the last five weeks feeling grumpy and then gone to bed Sunday night feeling like a hero. <laughs> This is extraordinary. <laughs> no, extraordinary. <laughs> the cockiness is extraordinary. <laughs> oh, golly. Uh, okay, oh, so we're both on. tipping the D's here. Yep. Uh, on to the weekend's action. Uh, first game of Saturday afternoon takes us to Adelaide Oval uh, for Port Adelaide against Hawthorne, who, uh, do we say, it? they're in form at the moment. Well, they're great against St Kilda, um, particularly Sicily, but he's got himself suspended, so he's out. Um, that's a big out, isn't it? That's a huge out. I mean, he was the difference, really, in them winning or losing that game. Um, they're playing really good, honest football, obviously. Thrash West Coast beats and killed it with the last five goals of the game, giving them victory. Newcomb is a really good player. Uh, Sicily, obviously, a really good player, but he's out. Dylan Moore's been great. Even guys like Luke Bruce and Mitch Lewis makes a huge difference to that mm. team. So they'll be competitive against Port Adelaide, but I can't see them beating um, Port over there. I'm glad that Hawthorne started winning again. Just to show the nonsense that it was, all that talk about them tanking this year. I mean, they, yeah. made, they made list decisions. Yeah. And I think you'd rather Hawthorne doing what they're doing, winning five, six games with the next generation, rather than winning eight with an older team. Yeah, I no, I think that. But I actually have been surprised. I must admit, I thought they were absolute Monty to finish bottom and that they mm. wouldn't be competitive. But credit to them. They have obviously made an assessment of the talent that's on their list that we probably weren't as aware of. And Sam Mitchell is an impressive coach. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I tip them as bottom as well, but more, more because I thought West Coast would be a bit better. Um, I thought it'd be one of the years where the bottom team would win five games, yeah. maybe, but it looks yeah. like it'll probably be uh, West Coast with two or three and maybe North with three or four. And Hawthorne looked like they could get six if they get a good run with injury in the second half and the and the kids don't tie. But, I mean, I can't see them beating Port Adelaide. No, in Port Adelaide. Adelaide will Young be... teams don't travel well. It'll Either. be the last win in this streak for Port Adelaide too. Oh, well, who have they got? Well, they've won. They've won. They'll have won nine in a row, and we know Warren Treadray said that they're untenable, so they won't win <laughs> ten in a row. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Isn't that now he's trying comedy as well. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> anyway, I'm tipping Port Adelaide. I've got them by forty-seven points. I think it'll be about that 
Yep, eight goal mark. I don't think this one will be close. Uh, the second game on Saturday takes us to Perth and West Coast against Collingwood. Bottom v top. Um, given what's gone on in the last oh, 13, 14 months of footy, it, it is incredibly hard to believe that West Coast beat Collingwood last year in Melbourne. I know. It's one of those. <laughs> that is one of the most astonishing results, I reckon, of the last 15 I years. I was at that game. Um, and remember thinking, oh, that was a bad loss, but not thinking it was like... As it appears now, an absolute horror loss. But it's a it's a massive anomaly. Um, they were also battling with COVID. They had all sorts of things oh, yeah. going on. It's it's got and stewards' they... inquiry written all over it. Using <laughs> horse exactly racing right. It's not that we're saying anything dodgy. Happened, no, but it has. It's one of those. That's the gag that you'd have to use. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing comedy lessons again. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I've got beyond. I kind of feel like I have to walk out at some point here. Um, regroup, Collingwood. Easily. And as you, what, how did you describe West Coast last week? Untippable, was yeah. it? <laughs> nah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, since, since that game last year when they played in Melbourne, Collingwood have gone 25 and 7, and West Coast are 2 and 27. That's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's the, yeah, I mean, Collingwood's had just such a great run, and they're playing with such great confidence. They'll go over without side bottom or Jamie Elliott. Um, they'll have a debut in Harvey Harrison. But it's just one of those games that uh, if you're a Collingwood supporter who can make it over to Perth, you're going to have a great weekend, you'd think. Oh, yeah. I think they'll win comfortably. I, yep. I don't think it'll be like a 100-point margin that you might expect from bottom V top because I don't think Collingwood will really... I don't think they'll try that hard. I reckon they'll do enough, get the win, make sure it's comfortable without really yeah, busting their sounds gut like It's like Essendon weren't that good last week and they won by 50 points. Feels mm. like that sort of game, doesn't it? Yeah, it's going to must be you, hey? <laughs> Both of us tipping Collingwood, obviously. First of the Saturday night games, Western Bulldogs against Geelong. Now, we would have tipped this a bit differently a few weeks ago, but a lot's changed at Geelong with their injuries. Uh, losing to the Giants at home last week. If they can't win at home against the Giants, how are they going to beat the Dogs at Marvel Stadium? Well, it could rest on whether Patrick Dangerfield's fit and is named and plays. And at this point, as we're recording this, we're not quite sure whether he's going to come up. He had a big training session on Wednesday. Uh, so that could that could make your tip a little bit different, although I'd probably stick with the Bulldogs even if uh, he does get up and play. But you'd be tempted to go for Geelong because he certainly will make a big difference to their depleted midfield, which has been um, resting on Jonathan Segler, Tanner Bruin, Mark O'Connor, Mark Blitzarves. Mm. You know, can't see Tom that getting done against, against. I can't the see them Bonds. beating. Yeah, the Bont, yeah. Bailey Smith, Trelaw's a chance to get back. Libba, yeah, um, Jack McRae. It's no, it's, um, no, it's, it's a lopsided contest. Yeah, and it, and really, I mean, the Giants were without Himmelberg, Josh Kelly, and yeah, uh, they were hit hard as well. Yeah, so that win um, was a great win by the Giants, but just shows how much the Cats are battling and. Um, they're just hoping to hang on. I think they've got the bye maybe the week or the week after this, and then uh, they can get a few of their troops back and hope they can get some momentum into the season. But right now, I wouldn't be tipping them. They're giving a bit of bit of a head start oh, if they lose trouble. this one to yeah. try and make the finals, given yeah. that, I mean, they might only be two games out, but they would need to win something like eight of their last yeah, 11 or something like that. When you look at it like that, 
it's a lot harder than when you think, oh, they're just a game out. Yeah, yeah, they've got to um, run the numbers. They've got a tough draw. And James Kelly actually spoke to the members on Monday night, and he was saying that they're actually hoping, as hard as it was for him to say this, that Collingwood just keep winning, which is <laughs> funny, isn't it? It's true. Yeah, well, you do. Um, um, Collingwood keep winning, and you'd probably need the Eagles and North and Hawthorne to, to stop losing, yeah. so that it, so that it compresses the. Uh, That's right. The the well, the Hawthorne's win over St Kilda is a classic example. That helps Geelong. Mm. So if you can get down to maybe twelve wins. Um, yep. The one final one on this game, Dogs are two have won two of their last eighteen against Geelong and one of their last six. So for those who keep an eye on these things. Might give you a bit of confidence mm, tipping Geelong, yeah. but I'm sticking with the dogs. Uh, the Ooh, second I'm not game. So sure now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sticking with the dogs. Dog. <laughs> second game on Saturday night. Uh, it's probably the hardest one to tip. Real 50-50 game. Gold Coast against Adelaide up in Darwin. Yeah, I'm tipping Adelaide, but as you say, it is a 50-50 game. The reason I'm tipping Adelaide is because a, and this shows the tip is psyche I think well at least my psyche when you have a good run and you get it right with the team such as I have with Adelaide <laughs> a few times you stick with them out of loyalty because they mm. haven't let you down as yet and they've also got a really good forward line which is obviously much better on their home deck but has shown enough to actually get up to Darwin and get enough looks and score a big enough score to beat the Gold Coast Suns who are playing really well I I'm tipping Gold Coast. Um, part of this is also tactical because you've got to make up ground, so you've got yeah, to, got to yeah, yeah. differ to the leader. But also, I genuinely think they're a big chance to win. They were very good last week against the Dogs. And uh, the Crows aren't as good away from home compared to... I mean, they're a, they're a powerful team at home. When they're on the road without their fans there, um, they have struggled a bit. Young teams do struggle on mm. the road, and they're, they are 1-3 and three away from Adelaide this year, 3-7 and seven last year, so they're... Four and ten in the last. Do you think so though that they year. it gets to a point where you say to your group, "Look, we just have to prove that this uh, away inability to win away is a bit of a uh, obviously is going to hold us back." We have to correct. Yeah, this Matthew now. Nix did speak about that last week. I think he touched he? upon it in the in the press conference. I wasn't paying too much attention, yeah. um, but he did touch upon it. And uh, but I think the same could be said about Gold Coast. I mean, that's true. Don't need to get a move on, um, and. I think they're they're probably in the best phase they've ever ever been really um, in their history, mm. um, winning games and not relying on Gary Ablett like they did in whenever it was twenty fourteen um, when you know, if he didn't break his collarbone maybe they make the finals. That yeah, year, I mean, and you you just know tipping sin and you're mad is when Adelaide I was watching Adelaide Brisbane and it was about nine points of difference and Tex got a free kick or took a mark and then flopped on the ground and I yelled 50 at the tally. <laughs> <laughs> I had no investment. <laughs> I had to correct myself. Oh, you're allowed to support oh, it. No. Home, aren't you? <laughs> Good. Uh, well, I'm tipping Gold Coast. Yep, I'm tipping Adelaide. So With that's, confidence. That's a, we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll yeah, revisit no, this I next week. confidence, but I'm looking forward to that game. On to Sunday footy. We've got Greater Western Sydney against Richmond at the showgrounds. Mm. So uh, another one of those... Not quite 50-50, but it's, well, it's 60, a swing 40. game, 60-40. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> interested to see how you tip this and why. I'm um, tipping the Giants uh, only because I think their win against Geelong was meritorious and I think that Richmond are just, they're really struggling because Jack Rewald's been really brave and obviously is a champion for the Tigers, but he's playing hurt. And without Tom Lynch, that gives them no focal point up forward and I think it's a real... Concerned for them. Dustin Martin obviously could be a match winner, but going away 
On the Giants' home deck, a lot of confidence out of last week's win. They were pretty good against St Kilda. Uh, Toby Green's back in the team. And, well, obviously back last week, played a great game. And they're just a two-goal better side with him in the team. And I think they'll beat Richmond. And they're probably a two-goal better side at home as well. I know that the Giants... Even even when Richmond were going well in their premiership years, the Giants tended to beat Richmond up in Sydney. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that was um, that time. I remember Castani kicked about eight points and shot oh, yeah, goal. There was that first game, game where he got touched. Yeah. Where they, well, they went coast to coast. I think was the last yeah. minute of the game. It was one of those. Yeah. Um, last of the Richmondy. It was sort of losses um, under Hardwick before the end. Yeah. Um, but who yeah, are you tipping, Willie? I'm tipping the Giants in this one. I, yeah, I, I really like their performances this year, and I think they're. Uh, building a nice platform, maybe not this year, but you've got a soft for spot the next for the Giants. Oh, I, I did watch them from inception, yeah. so I've yeah. seen them from when they were out at Rooty Hill in yeah, Sydney. I remember going there. Um, anyway, tipping the Giants. Final game of the round: Essendon against North Melbourne in the dreaded Sunday graveyard twilight slot. Um, it's probably a good place for it this week as well um i shouldn't say that because there's a lot of essendon fans and north melbourne fans listening to us yeah um, and essendon north melbourne hate each other traditional what? rivals well i think they're traditional rivals more from north melbourne's point of view I don't well that's think essendon true kinda... so people will be really rocking up uh saying we can't particularly kangaroo supporters we can't put in a poor performance against essendon unfortunately they won't have the capacity to beat the bombers um they're just traveling well enough to get the job done yeah, I think the, I think Essendon. I mean, I probably wouldn't want to get into a few bad habits though, having played West Coast and North Melbourne, given the games they've got ahead of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think Essendon will win this. Probably don't need to go into it too deeply because it's not the sort of game that's really going to make a difference in terms of tipping. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you via email, realfootypod at theage.com.au. Check out the rest of the expert tips at theage.com.au slash AFL. The podcast will be back on Monday. We'll see you then and may your team win. Listener.